Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to another episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about crown chasing. Um, a little bit of a controversial title there. Are you a crown chaser? Um, everyone will will view this differently, if I'm honest. Um, and I like um denied about whether to do this episode. And uh, it's so... Uh, there's such a risk with it coming across wrong uh, that it's probably better it's a spoken voice rather than a typed piece. Um, and obviously it's quite a controversial topic in pageantry, this concept of crown chasing. Um, and like I said, it will mean something distant to everyone. Um, but I hope this episode will encourage you to consider what it means to you and how that other people might be viewing what you're doing. Not that that should matter. It shouldn't matter how, what other people think, but you may be like, oh, I need to explain myself a little bit more because I don't want to come across that way or something. Um, I think if we become more aware of our actions and how other people can perceive them, we can decide if we are happy with that or not. So I think that's quite important. And um, this episode was sort of brought to my attention um, because I know with lockdown, um, pageants have been cancelled and and people have had a bit more time to reconsider what systems they would like to compete with um some people that had literally like, like myself came out of galaxy and said yeah I'm doing galaxy again well now galaxy again is a different it's a different date and the dates are all changing and and suddenly it's all oh, how does that fit and um there were other systems that I really wanted to compete in and I was going to just do galaxy until I one and then um have a little break obviously have my title year have a little break and then pursue there were a couple of other systems I really wanted to have competed in as well and and I sort of used lockdown like many others to have a think about the order in which I'm doing those do the dates work um for me and with galaxy moving back I was like it just there was one system that I really felt a really strong pull to um and so I decided that I was gonna like gonna trust the fates um I'm I'm a Christian so I like I prayed about it and yeah it felt like it was the right thing to do so I've applied for a different system I will go back to galaxy because I love galaxy um but that doesn't mean I can't also love another system um and be very excited to compete and represent um another title as well um so it was yeah it was that thought process that made me want to do this episode and then after I had planned this episode, but before I'd recorded this, uh, someone did point out to me that I unintentionally made it sound like I was calling someone a, a crown chaser in a previous episode. Um, I can't actually find, I, I, when they referenced it, I 
know what they're talking what I knew what they were talking about but I couldn't remember which episode it's in um so I'm not going to reference which exact episode because then people are going to go back and, and get all hoity-toity about who it was but it was not my intention it was definitely not my intention to call that person a crown chaser I don't know them well enough I don't know their previous pageant history well enough and also I'm not inside their head um and as I'll touch on later I actually think the only person that can really truly know if someone is a crown chaser is the person themselves (laughs) um because we all perceive the outward perception is always completely not always completely different, it's so often completely different to the inward perception and what someone is actually trying to achieve may come off differently. So um, for those of you that spotted it, no, I was not intentionally trying to call that person out as a crown chaser. And no, I don't necessarily believe that they are a, a, a crown chaser. And hopefully the rest of this episode will explain that in a bit more detail. Um, so like I said, this is my personal opinion. Um, I have done research on it. Um, I tend to do more research on the more controversial issues because I want to really make sure I've educated myself a lot on them. Um, sometimes I choose to bring other people in for the more controversial ones. So you've got more viewpoints. But what I've done is I just did a lot of research with this one um, and made sure that my personal opinion was really well informed. Um, So crown chasing used to be when someone jumped from system to system, basically. Um, They'd finished competing in one and they'd move straight on to another or they'd hand their title back and they'd move straight on to another. Um, It was usually something that would happen more so in smaller systems um, that people would move around because there wasn't so much work that went into. Like after you've competed, most people need a little rest. A little rest is normally pretty exhausting. it might be that actually being a title holder is less exhausting or they found it less exhausting and they feel like they can move on to another system quicker after being a title holder. Again, it's completely up to you, your support system, what else you've got going on in your life, whether you can compete back to back. Um, I personally like a little breather, but I don't necessarily want too much of a breather before I'm starting prep. It might not be that I officially announced that I'm doing the system. It might not be that the competition's soon. Um, but I kind of like to have that focus, that consistent focus one way or another. Um, in recent years, I do feel like it's evolved. Um, as it's, it's kind of viewed as okay to jump from system to system. Now, in the UK, this might be because we've got more bigger systems stepping up, um, that there are there's more variety between the systems um, coming forward. And until a system promotes itself more and you're aware of that system, you might not realise that you were a better fit for something else. It might be someone comes up to you and says, you did really well in that competition, but I don't think it's a good fit for you. Have you thought of trying this system and um, just because they know now that's not to be confused with poaching because sometimes people will go to finals they'll go around to all the finalists that didn't win and try and get them to switch systems I'm talking about when people genuinely know two different systems and think that this person's skills and abilities or style or something is more aligned with with moving a system and um, it may be that you just want to experience different stages um, I really liked, I think it was Holly um, that said about going 
you learn lots from going on to different systems. Don't quote me. I think it was Holly that said that. You learn thing, different things from different systems. And it may be you want to go off and do a few smaller systems to get some skills and come back to do a bigger one. I tried that. It didn't go so well for me because I ended up, um, I tried a different system for like stage practice before I went back to Galaxy the second time. And it wasn't very well run. The day was a bit stressful and there'd been so much there was like it was a bit catty and dramery and no one sold the raffle tickets and they tried to draw the raffle but no one had sold like it was very disorganized and and things and I was like oh I feel really lucky that I went into a really organized system like Galaxy first because if it, this was my first experience of pageantry it would have put me right off and um, so I decided I'd I'd rather stay a small fish in a big pond and learn but that's my learning style and um, other people may prefer to go and do a few smaller ones first before coming back to big ones, and that's absolutely fine. Um, it's nice to meet people in different systems. Um, so there's quite a lot. Um, I'm going to go into sort of other reasons why people might move around. But um, it really has evolved as viewed to be okay to move around from system to system. Sometimes you might just not want to wait a whole year till the next one pops up. Um, and finding a good fit. I was very lucky that I found a good connection with Galaxy. I think I found a very good connection with the... There's two other systems I would like to compete in. Um, and I have strong connections to both of those in different ways. Um, but like Galaxy obviously had the charity that I liked and things like that. So um, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily a case of... Yeah, this is the system I did first. This is the one I'm going to stick with. You might need to try a few to find find the right fit. Um, and sometimes you don't know that until you've actually competed with a system, whether it's a good fit for you and whether it's something you would really like to represent. The other important factor for me about whether someone is like doing this from a good place or is a crown chaser um, is the important... Um, the importance of the purpose that they have behind competing um and does that um oh I'm not explaining this very well um, <laughs> the other important factor is if you have an important purpose behind competing that needs a title um but is not necessarily title specific there we go I knew I'd get it out eventually so for me my platform isn't doesn't just benefit if I'm a galaxy queen it would have benefits whatever title I carried um I could make a big impact with my platform whatever system that is um and if you're like really passionate about your platform and you just need that step up with that title I don't think there's anything wrong with moving from system to system you need to be willing to give it your absolute all and we talk about this um in a future episode which Oddly, I've recorded before I've recorded this one. I've um, got an com episode coming up about um, planning planning what to do with your crown, but also choosing your system is coming up uh, later in this series. Um, and that's, I talk about there a lot, like why does this system, why is this system important for you to choose? Like, does it connect with your platform? Um, and having a crown and title does give you this megaphone um, it does put you on a bigger stage uh, to be able to spread the word about your platform. So if your mission with your platform is bigger than 
what specific title you have. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with moving system to system until you are given that opportunity with that megaphone. Um, as Again, as a Christian, I believe in do the work um, and leave the rest with God. Um, and he will, he will find the title that's right for me when it's right for me. Um, so however you want to view that, whether you're religious or not, but that's, that's my, that's how I do it. Um, it's kind of, I guess it's like applying for lots of different jobs. You put your, put your application, put your application in and you just wait and see which one fits. Obviously these pageants are a lot more work than a job application in many cases. There are some pretty tough job applications, but, um, don't know many that require, like the level of commitment of competing in a pageant, but hey, um, I'm sure they exist. Like, yeah, auditioning to be in the West End or something, I guess that would be a lot. Um, but don't, again, I think this really connects with you just don't know what's in the person's head about whether they are, they really feel like they, they want the job they want to be a title holder, um, but they're not necessarily sure which job is going to be right for them and they want to leave it with the judges. And I think that's completely cool. Um, personally, um, other people might disagree, but my personal opinion. So, like I said, there are lots of reasons people change systems. Um, you might age out of a system completely. You might have worked really hard, learned a lot, and then you age out. And so you have to move systems um, to a system that maybe has an age category for you. Um, it could be that you age out of a category and that means something. Uh, I'm going to use swimwear, for example. If you age out of junior and into teen and your system that you're currently in has swimwear and you're not ready for swimwear... Or if you move systems, you can remain a junior for another year. I've seen people do that. They The miss age category is, is bigger in a different system. So they move systems because they want to stay a miss. They're not ready. They're either not married or not ready to be an MS. Um, that, for me, perfectly viable reason why someone would need to move systems. Um, they've learned more about a system while they've competing. Maybe they, at an event, met a queen from a different system and have now sort of been educated about that system a bit more um and so they know a bit more about that system and it's sort of connected with them uh system adds or removes around um, again i love swimwear but i know it's a controversial one so i use swimwear here uh, it could be that a system adds swimwear and you don't want to do swimwear and and so it suddenly becomes not viable or you love swimwear and they remove swimwear and suddenly you don't want to do that system anymore. For me, I wouldn't necessarily not do one because it had swimwear, but it would need to have a lot of extra plus points for me to do a system that didn't have swimwear because it's my favourite round. Um, the competition dates change. So we've got with Galaxy, I'm not sure if it's 100% confirmed, but there's been talk that the UK Galaxy will now be in November 2021. Now, it might be that you are due to be deployed in October um, and therefore November is too late, but you don't want to not have another competition that year. Um, it might be that the internationals that it leads to have changed. Um, for me, actually, in hindsight, had Galaxy not been moved, then I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it because we are going to be moving house over um, when the internationals are happening in 2021. Um 
So for me, that would I would have not been able to do a March final, March UK final with an in prospective internationals over the summer. Um, and I wouldn't have wanted to not have a year of competing. Um, so I think, again, there are lots of competition date changes happening because of lockdown. And I think it's become quite a common thing for people to not um, not want to miss a year. So they're doing a different system. Um you can no longer do or want to do an international or suddenly you do want to do an international. Um, so it could be you've been in a system that has no international, you've aged up, you now can travel or maybe the the location of the international has moved. Um, it's not a country you're comfortable going to. Maybe you've gained eight kids since you started your pageant journey and you're like, realistically, can't be away for four weeks now. Um, and your international would be a four week event. Um, those could be, again, perfectly viable reason. In the end, do you need a viable reason? As long as you know in your heart that you're doing it for the right reasons or it feels like the right thing, it could literally, for me, I can go on a run and be praying to God about one thing and he can drop something else into the conversation and that I've not been thinking about at all. And, and that, for me, would be a viable reason to change systems. Like... You do you. I love that phrase. I feel, I feel like sometimes people are being a bit like sarcastic and thingies with it, but I am genuinely not. I'm a big believer in you do you. Um, and you do you, but be willing to accept the consequences of you doing you. And that's the place I've got to in my life for sure. Um, what do I, What do I think a crown chaser actually is? For me, if you just want the crown and not not even worried about the title and you are literally just going to compete in everything possible and game play your way through and do whatever it takes. If you are a whatever it takes, no matter who it hurts, for the crown and you don't actually have anything you want to do with the crown, I guess that for me would be... That's a really tricky one. Like, I think it's more a case of how would I view, what would I need to be doing for me to view myself as a crown chaser? Because like I said, you can only know what's going on in your head. But if I suddenly stopped having a reason for competing and I was just competing to have something shiny, to be fair, I'm pretty sure my daughter is a crown chaser at this point. She doesn't have a platform. She just likes shiny crowns. Um, <laughs> so we're, And she she's not old enough to do any of the the systems that would have an impact or that she could do anything with the title with anyway. So for now, yeah, there you go. What do I think a crown chaser is? My daughter at this point is my definition of a crown chaser. She has no purpose beyond wanting something sparkly. She even will only keep the sash on for a short amount of time and then she's like all about, literally about the crown. So there we go. If you want a definition of a crown chaser, look at my three-year-old. Um, that at least leaves it on a lighter note. Um, so my final thoughts on this, um, you can't know if someone is a crown chaser without being in their head. Um, it's frustrating when titles aren't used. Um, if you just want a, a big crown, um, is it right to be competing for a title that is big and could be used for a big positive impact? Um, you need to make that decision. Um, like someone else could in their way change the world and you're just going to put it on your shelf so you need to think about that um the thing that I was discussing with someone the other day that I, I totally agreed with um 
and they just I just never vocalized it was the winner is based on what happens on the day um like you can't take the title back just because you feel like they've not been very good with it unless they've broken contract just because they've maybe not done as much with it as someone else would have done and you can't take their title back it's all about what happens on the day in interview or the onstage rounds and things like that they were the best on the day and so they won and all I can do uh, be it as a podcast host be it as someone that coaches specifically in purpose from pageantry and platform development um is encourage people to use their titles well and um, is to really think about how for me I think it's disrespectful I think it's disrespectful when um, a title holder doesn't use her title and doesn't have a reason like yes there has been obviously with lockdown happening suddenly becomes a really good reason for a lot of people to not be able to do much with their titles to not be able to move their platform forward many have adapted really well and uh, many have still been out there and doing stuff um and i will go into this more um with things you can do with your your title and what's your plan for the crown which is in a couple of episodes time um because there is still a lot that you can or could have done during lockdown but some people have had some some hideously stressful times during lockdown and um, so when I'm saying it's really frustrating when people don't do anything with the crown, I'm not including those people. I'm not including those people that have been through like hell and back through lockdown um, or whatever, or, or suddenly have some hideous experience while they've got their title and therefore can't do anything. And um, it's, it's the people that were never going to do anything. If they're real with themselves, that we're never going to do anything, that, that's, that's where that frustration comes from with a lot of people. Um, but I do think if you go in and... and and take the crown and then don't do anything I I personally think it's disrespectful to your system and it's disrespectful to every single one of the ladies that got on that stage that would have have put the effort in would have at least tried to do something be it supporting the system charity whatever that may be um so hopefully this this episodes has made you think and made made you start thinking about what you would do if you won um and start planning things out. Um, if you really want to get into working on your purpose from pageantry, then uh, rock on over to pageantlandcoaching.com. Uh, we offer two programs on there at the moment. Um, got a couple of talks about other programs that might not be run by myself, um, other members of the team and things as well. Um, but at the moment we've got uh, the purpose from pageantry and we've got pageant game plan. And um, so that's getting your action plan all in place, working out who you're going to do your walk coaching with and your uh, interview coaching with, uh, going through all your appearance and charity work and costumes and like really getting together a full blown action. plan. It's like setting up a business basically. Um, and same with purpose from pageantry, but that's much more platform focused. Um, so it's about what it is uh, platform and charity wise that you want to do um in the run-up to competing and um, all that's also a great one if you've already won your title and suddenly gone 
ah, I didn't think I was going to win. I haven't planned anything. Um, then the Purpose from Pageantry um, program is a very good one for you. Um, there's more details over on pageantlandcoaching.com. Um, it's an application process. I won't ever work with anyone I don't really feel like I can add anything to. So there's an, a little application to complete. Um, and then as and when I've got availability, I will set up um, discovery calls and you get a free half an hour discovery call. And from that, I'll sort of we'll make a decision together if I feel like I'm going to be the best the best match and be able to offer the most value to you and what it is you're trying to achieve thank you for joining me today I value and appreciate your time so much it's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.